0: These are stories of women, mothers, and enterprises filled with grit, gumption, and overcoming. We're in the midst of adversity. We see her rise up. She makes a choice. She chooses to emerge. I'm your host, Becca Erickson. Hey, everybody. This episode is an interview with Anna Kohler. She's a Twin Cities mother of four, all girls two who are twins, and her oldest, who underwent brain surgery as an infant. And it was the first surgery of that kind here in the Twin Cities. Welcome. Thank
1: you. We're
0: so glad you're here. This is so fun. How did you um, actually get up this morning? You have four girls, and you're here. You made it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I actually was up at 4.30 this morning mm. to teach. I teach online, so I was up before anybody else in my house.
0: So is that actually lovely and peaceful or is it difficult? It's amazing.
1: Okay. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So tell me the day you guys found out you were having twins. Maybe it was through ultrasound or...
1: Yeah, we um, found out we were pregnant with our second baby um, and we're so excited. We had a two-year-old at the time and um, everything was going just fine and my friend, um, my best friend, was pregnant, too, with her first, and we were two weeks apart, and our bellies were the same size, and she found out she was having twins, and I was like, maybe it's just because it's my second. I don't know. And um, So at our 20-week ultrasound, um, we the ultrasound tech put the probe on my belly, and she pulled it off right away, and she's like, have you been measuring big? And I said, no. <laughs> and it was like the shock of a lifetime shock of a lifetime. yeah so she said uh
0: there's twins yeah were they um same egg monozygotic or were they nope the they guy? were
1: die die twins okay yep
0: oh that's interesting because they actually look so so similar they
1: are identical twins oh they but, are mm-hmm Yep. How does that happen? How does that happen? No, it's a miracle. I like I don't understand
0: DNA. I it's too complex and I don't (laughs) think I'll ever understand it. Okay, so let's rewind that. Your best friend Mm -hmm. also ends up having twins. You have twins at the exact same time. Two weeks apart, yep. And does she have boys, girls? Girls. Identical girls.
1: Yep. What? (laughs) <laughs> yep, it's
0: crazy. So here's two human mothers who are all of a sudden needing to take care of four babies.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah.
1: It was... It did was... she
0: have others?
1: No, these were her first.
0: Okay, so yep. five children all together between you and your friend. Yes. And what did your first daughter think of the twins?
1: Oh, she loved them. Yeah. Okay. And she was little too, so I'm. she doesn't remember life without them. Yeah. But yeah. Um, she was only two and a half when they were born, a little, a little over two and a half. And I cried myself to sleep for a few nights thinking about having three babies yeah. under three yeah. after we found out. And, um, one of the biggest, <laughs> one of the biggest reasons I cried myself to sleep is because I knew I was going to be so huge. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> and we had looked at pictures online of, well, I had, the night we found out we were pregnant with twins, I was looking at pictures online of, like, m- how mothers. Big will I get? Yeah. How big will yeah. I get? And yeah. it was like, some of these moms were, like, they couldn't walk. They were so yeah. big. I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to walk. Somebody's gonna have to push me around in a wheelchair when I'm, when these babies are about to come. And it was just very, very shocking. Did you make it past thirty six weeks? Um, no, they were born at thirty five. Okay, mm-hmm. but were they okay size? They were perfectly healthy.
0: Oh, good. Yep. Good.
1: Yep. So was
0: more shock set in once they were out?
1: No, I think they, it was, this was a miracle from the Lord because they were the easiest babies and it was such a smooth transition from one to three. And I don't know how that was because that's not what I've heard from other people, that their transition from one to three was very difficult. But um, so they got on kind of the same schedule,
0: and they much like, gave you some peace. They did, yeah. Wow.
1: And they breastfed both like so easily, and we had tons of help and support. And they, they were like angel babies. Wow! And still are. They I still mean, you are. Really don't babies. hear that much. No, <laughs> I know. That is
0: amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Was there a moment when you guys kind of looked at each other and you're like, we can't do this? Or you're like, this is actually blissful and enjoyable and so fun?
1: After they were born? Yeah. I I think we had been home from the hospital for three days. And this was more me and maybe it was like hormonal too, but um, we'd been home from the hospital a few days and... We had – our house was, like, full of people. I don't even know who all these people were. <laughs> our family, I guess. Like, it's like a funeral. I you know. know. You don't know who's there and why they're all, like, <laughs> eating the I'm food. sure being so helpful and wonderful, but um, uh, I was – I went in our, into our bedroom, and I remember sitting down on the floor, and I was so overwhelmed, like, I'm, mm. like I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And Lydia, our oldest daughter, came into my bedroom, and I – I don't think I had ever yelled at her before, and I said, "Get out of my room!" Yeah, and she looked at me with just her eyes filled with tears, and I'm like, "I am the worst mother in the world. Like I can't figure out how to take care of twins. I mean, they were three days old. Yeah, um, I just yelled at my two year old, and that was that was a low moment. <laughs> For me. Well, who doesn't have
0: that? Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and and you're trying to navigate a whole new territory. Mm -hmm. And and she's trying to figure out, like, where am I welcome?
1: Exactly. Where
0: in mom's space Mm -hmm. am I welcome? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's hard because you're like, well, you're not welcome. here in this moment. Right. This is a really low moment. So (laughs) were there days you guys just kind of made jokes uh, about it or like, hey, somehow we got two for one or it didn't really help? You were like, "This is fine." I- yeah,
1: it was it was so great. After you know, after getting, I think the first six weeks were a blur. I don't remember a lot yeah. <laughs> of the first six weeks, but after that, they were just so great. Huh, and that's awesome. We both enjoyed having three babies so much, and I know that some twin moms have said, "Oh, I hate all the comments. Oh, you must have your hands full," or. Um, can I see your twins? But I just loved it. I loved yeah. when people came up and said, "Oh, look at your babies! Oh, they're so sweet! I can't! Oh, twins are so great!" And um, I just loved all the comments, and I loved showing off my babies. And I think it helped that they were born in the spring too, yeah. we had that whole summer and you, you know, yeah. you no know, flu season and things. So um, we were outside a lot, and yeah. like I said, had tons of support and help. So, so
0: spring babies, which means they're four. They will be
1: four in a week. Wow.
0: Yes. So fun. Yes. That's incredible. Look at that. You made it through You made it through half of the formative years. Wow. <laughs> you haven't scarred them. I know. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you maybe yelled at Lydia once, but the twins are doing good. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say that was
1: the <laughs> only time I yelled at her. <laughs>
0: nope. I can't
1: either. Guilty.
0: <laughs> Guilty as charged. So, Anna, we always ask our guests kind of that um, when you hit rock bottom question. So... You know what sort of adversity came in motherhood that made you rise up what was one of those rock-bottom situations where you looked around and you're like you know this is all that's left for me is
1: when our daughter Lydia was two weeks old um, we we found or she had a bump on the back of her head and we thought it was just from birth it was a really it was a difficult birth and um, so we took her to the doctor, and he said, oh, I don't, like, you could feel a pulse through it. It was really mm. strange. Mm. So we, um, he didn't like it, so we had an ultrasound, and um, during her, ultra, or after her ultrasound, the ultrasound tech just kind of left, mm. and then came back with probably five doctors. Oh, my. And we're like, this doesn't, this is You're never Like, good. it's bad when you come back with one. Yeah. But when you come back,
0: oh, my. Yeah,
1: so they didn't know what it was. Um, it so they referred us to a neurologist and um, radiologist and things. And it, she had a, a vascular malformation. It was mm-hmm. growing outside of her brain. And the the blood vessels in her outside of her brain that control blood to the brain and to the rest of the body were all messed up. It was like a big spider web. Wow. And they think that she probably had a stroke when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that was her body's way of yeah. recovering from the stroke. Um, I have no idea when that would have happened. We had we only had one ultrasound when I was pregnant, but everything was yeah totally normal. It was an easy pregnancy, and um, so from that time, from two weeks until well, still today, she uh, she has seizures, and but the first few months were really difficult. She had seizures about every two weeks and. We, um, before she had her first seizure, we saw a doctor, This two, there were two doctors in particular who saved her life, mm-hmm. and we were at an appointment, and we said, what do we look, like, what are we looking for? Because yeah. they didn't want to operate right away. She was so little. And um, they said, we don't know, but it'll be something big. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: right, like, it'll be obvious. Yeah, it'll be obvious. But then there you are on bated breath, constantly waiting for, like, yes. oh, is that
1: and it? And we're, like, brand new parents, yeah. and we're thinking... We don't know what's weird and what's normal about a new baby. And um, Brandon was in college at the time. And one night he was in class. And I had a friend over. And Lydia had a seizure. And we both just sat there and looked at her. And we're like, what is happening, me and my friend? And um, she called her mom, who is a nurse. And she said, you need to take her to the ER. I think my mom thinks she's having a seizure. And so I went and picked up Brandon from school right away. And we rushed her to the ER. And um, she had her first brain surgery that night in the middle wow. of the night. Oh, gosh. My hair is standing up. <laughs> wow. Um, and from then, that was November. She was born in September. And mm. that was November. From November until the end of December, she had six brain surgeries to um, wow. fix the malformation in her brain. And the, we spent most of that time in the hospital. They would let us out, and then say I think she's okay for a while we don't want to do all of it we don't want to like she it could send her into heart failure if yeah. her if we mess with the blood vessels too much yeah. and um, so they would send us home and a week later she'd have another seizure yeah, and we'd exactly. be back so so did this go on then for
0: Two years until you have um, twins and think, well, now that I have twins, I'd have to take three kids to the ER.
1: Yeah. Well, we thought everything was good after three months. So okay. when she was about three months old, it was actually Christmas Eve or the day before, a week before Christmas. Um, she had her last brain surgery mm-hmm. and the doctor said, we're doing it all this time. Mm-hmm. And they came into, I remember they came into her hospital room in the ICU and they said, you need, you should sit down. For this mm. they said we're going to do it all but she could die oh. and they didn't really have any other choice like it was just gonna be a continual back and forth to a the hospital and yeah. more um, brain damage every seizure she had so oh my goodness um <clears throat> so <laughs> it's like bringing it all back well right it's really so, hard
0: so your options are you know risk this brain surgery or live a life of hospitalization
1: yeah so we so I, like, couldn't breathe. I remember I had to sit down and I couldn't breathe. And um, we said, okay, well, we we trust you. We have to. And yeah. um, so that last surgery took eight hours. And the the waiting room was just full of our family and friends. And it was so beautiful. Yeah. Nobody else could even, like, come in that right. waiting room. Nobody like, else could have surgery just, that day because... <laughs> it was just the Kohler waiting room. And... <laughs> um they came they came into the waiting room the two doctors and they said she's cured and Mm. like her malformation was fixed she still has um seizures because of just residual effects on her brain like messing with her brain so much but the malformation is fixed
0: and so was the wiring, like, it was a neurological, like, a pathways issue? Like, did they say
1: she, some it, of her learning will be inhibited? Or... They said it could be. They okay. didn't know. Mm-hmm. To be honest, this was the first time they'd ever done this procedure on a baby. Ever. Oh, lucky you. Ever. Oh, my. Was um, she,
0: so was she hitting milestones then after three months? Like, she no. crawl
1: and she... Okay, so... Yeah. Um, No, physical milestones took a long time. She okay. didn't walk till she was close to two. Yeah. Um, and to this day, she's so smart, so smart, but Mm. physically she's a little bit delayed. She will never be an athlete, which is okay. Like she's gifted in other ways Mm -hmm. and, um, but she still does have seizures. So like, yeah, you asked about the twins. She hadn't had a seizure for a while when the twins were born, but I think that, um, like Big things happening in her life all at once kind of exacerbate the yeah overstimulation makes it worse. So, um, when the twins were two weeks old, she had another seizure, Mm. and that was that was very difficult. So, uh, what choices are you left with? You've got two week old twins,
0: Mm. and you're like, "Gee, Lydia, you were two weeks old when all this went down with you." yeah. And I'm gonna have to leave these babies here to take you back to the hospital and relive. Yeah relive this again. Yep. And, and separate the family, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which, what does that do to your heart as a mama?
1: It was very difficult. Yeah. And I think that time we were in the hospital for a few days and so it was just like, oh, I missed my brand new babies and I was like, you know, hooked right. up to a pump the whole time. Exactly. and like
0: <laughs> You're like, these conjugal visits are actually hospital <laughs> visits for nursing. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> just come and get the milk off
1: me. <laughs> got to be here with Lydia. <laughs> and, yeah, it was, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm really thankful for our family and friends. Brandon's parents were just, and my parents too, live a little further away, but we're both just there. Yeah, I mean, we're there. I mean, if they if you need us, they said. So they took care of the twins and I remember my my mother-in-law is very detail oriented and <laughs> <laughs> the first day that she had the twins while we were in the hospital, she wrote down everything yes. that they did. Fed them at 320. Pooped at 323. Like, it was excellent, so great. Actually,
0: and, probably a good salve uh, to yes. your poor heart.
1: It was. Like, I knew that they were taken care of. Mm-hmm. She had them wrapped up so tight and warm because they were so tiny. And, yeah. yeah, they. I knew that they were well taken care of. But, yeah, it was so difficult. You mentioned <laughs>
0: The hospital waiting room, and then these these really traumatic situations where mm-hmm. family was kind of mm-hmm. like your glue.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: feel like family is what is still present with you when you hit rock bottom moments like this. Absolutely, you
1: know? I don't know how people get through medical trauma or any sort of trauma without people. People, I know. And um, we there was another family in the hospital when Lydia was there, and it was they it was very i mean very traumatic they did heart surgery on the baby mm. like we could see it through the window there was just like no time to get him to an or oh, sure. and they had nobody they had nobody yeah. Yeah. they had her parents and that was it and yeah. i just i don't know how people get through that without a tribe yeah. and and without without the lord too that yeah. i mean we had to totally lean on him during that during that time and on each other and it grew our faith and our faith in each other too and Brandon and I yeah yeah
0: Mm -hmm. and adversity gets us down into the core of what we're made of and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know it's what you choose to do when the people around you that whether it's a tribe the family or just like one really devoted friend you know whatever they champion for you is kind of what becomes the the story Mm -hmm. that you tell yourself Mm -hmm. you know and so you guys were able to say like we can get through, th- through this somehow we will, mm-hmm. but it just, it's hard. Yep. It's so hard. Yeah. Well, I applaud you because then you had another daughter <laughs> after this. Um, Oops. So here, you are with, here you are with four girls um, and just standing on your strong high ground. Um, it's just, it's very admirable.
1: Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So
0: way to go. Thanks for being an uh, influential Twin Cities mama. Thank you for, for having me. Us.
1: This was so fun. Yeah.
0: The 2Emerge Podcast is brought to you by Emerge Mothers Academy. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a positive review. A special thanks to our media manager, Laurel Goulson, and to Jessica Manning for our music.